it's not that at times you just want to be controversial or be different, but rather you want to align yourself to the wedding or terminology or the, the, the ways of God, if we can put it like that. Um, there's so many things, of course, that um, we tend to adopt and never really put scrutiny in it. And one of the most simplest things is actually how we address God, not to say he's not going to answer your prayers, not that things won't happen. But one friend of mine, a brother, once said to me, God will meet you at your point of immaturity. And he surely does. You know, if you really believe that the sickness comes from God, then so that's fine. <laughs> you know, um, if you believe whatever illness that you have, God is teaching you a lesson. Uh, what do you call this thing? You call it a storm in your life and God is trying to to help your life. And, and then comes another believer who says, this cancer is not from God, you know. Um, by his stripes I'm healed. Um, I need to be walking and enjoying divine health. And it's fine. There's another believer who says speaking in tongues is gibberish. gibberish. It's, not, it's ungodly. It's a waste of time. And don't be confused by people who have misused that, who have said things that are not consistent with truth and therefore make them gospel. And there's a believer who's going to be like, no, tongues are of God, speaking in tongues and praying in tongues of God, as we see it in 1 Corinthians chapter um, chapter 14, etc. Now, one of these things that actually always comes to my mind is how we address or the name, the name God has. We see in the Old Testament that he's referred to with different names. And um, there's a time where he actually lists his names. And um, at some point he's Emmanuel, at some point he's Jehovah Jireh. And there's actually a sect of, of believers. You know, I don't know if I should put them together with believers, but... They believe that God should be called Jehovah. Um, that's the, um, the, um, the wash towers. Um, they believe that you, you call God Jehovah. That's their belief and a very staunch belief. That's why when they refer to God, they call him Jehovah. And the specific people who want to call God the Lord, and they keep saying the Lord, it's okay, you know. But one thing that I've realized that we never call him, and yet it's so consistent in the New Testament, is God the Father. A, a revelation of a name that never existed before. Jesus comes and starts calling God the Father. My Father. My Father. My Father. My Father. When they ask him, how should we pray? He says, our Father who art in heaven. Hallelujah. That's the prayer. That's how you should pray. Our Father who art in heaven. An introduction, a revelation of a name that we're not used to. I can go scripture upon scripture, verse upon verse to show you these things. Every time the apostles were introducing um, their letters, they would say, uh, we greet you in the name of, of, our, of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then one of the things they would mention is that, um, who's the, um, and, and to God, the Father, hallelujah, the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the book of Romans um, chapter 8 and also in, in Galatians um, chapter 4, we are told that we have adopted the spirit of the Son in us. And it is that spirit of the Son in us that cries, Abba, Father. And the word Abba simply means real, um, genuine. You know what I mean? That's what it means, Abba. It means genuine. It means real. So, so when the spirit of the Son, it says the spirit of the Son in us cries out, 
Abba, Father. Hallelujah. It says, Abba, Father. That's what it's crying out. And it's so interesting. It's not crying out Jehovah. It's not crying out Lord. It's not crying out Jehovah Jireh. It's not. It's crying Abba, Father. And that's the spirit of adoption that we have received. Hallelujah. And if you understand the cause of the New Testament, you will really relate to what I'm saying. I'm not saying to you, oh, don't call God Jehovah. Don't go. I'm saying to you, make it a habit as well to call him the father. There's so many things that unlock even in your head and your understanding, your relationship with him. Let me tell you something. Just got a thought. One of the things that were disturbing to the people and they shouted, crucify Jesus. Uh, sorry, I got disturbed, but I wanted to share a thought um, that I got while I was still talking um, of, um, of how oh, the thought is gone. How crazy is that? Oh, this person just disturbed me. Yes, I got it. So one of the, the troubling troubling things that um, um, Pilate had when they, they, they gave him to Jesus and they said he must make a decision, um, he, he, he said, I see no, there's nothing wrong with this man, you know. But on the third time, they cry out and say, his, his healings and miracles, we don't care. It's the fact that he makes himself equal to God. By calling himself a son of God. Hallelujah. That was their biggest problem. And when Galatians, when Paul writes Galatians and, 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 and Romans, um, Galatians 4, Romans 8, speaking of the adoption of the spirit of the son, he speaks of how we are co-heirs with Christ. Then we are heirs with God. Hallelujah. Speaking of this thing that these Jews did not like about Jesus, going out and calling himself a son of God, which makes himself equal to God. And they say, no, crucify this man. Now, what greater love than this? First John chapter 3, verse 1, that we should be called the sons of God. Hallelujah. There is no greater love. That's what it says. There's no greater love than this, that, that we should be called the sons of God. Listen here, saint. There is a revelation of the name, the Father, which you need to use be free to use because it is who God is. He's our Abba Father. He's our real genuine Father. And we have received the spirit of adoption in us that Christ Abba Father. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.